was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Hey guys, and welcome to the brand new Alienation, the Newcomer Podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and joining me today is my brother and fellow co-host, Michael. Hello, everybody. How are you? Thanks for joining me. I can't believe we're actually doing this, finally. I'm very excited. Let me tell you, <laughs> I've been, I, I did one of these with you before and um, for the Knights of the Guild, and this yep. is just exciting. Yeah, he's been, uh, he, he did the Knights of the Guild special during San Diego Comic-Con, and he got the bug. He got the bug quick. I mean, I, it took a while for me to get the bug, but he got the bug quick, and then I was like, oh, we got to come up with something that he and I can do together, and then I really wanted to do an Alienation podcast because I'm a huge fan of Alienation. And it seems like it's not getting props nowadays because it is, what, 20-something years old? 20, 20 years old. Yeah. So uh, when I said I was going to do one, Michael was instantly the first person I thought of to uh, to do it with me. And, of course, he was up for it. So, uh, And here I am. <laughs> yes, I know. And I've been promising this out. We've been promising to get this done for, like, the past four months. But Michael just had a little girl, Molly. Yes. And so uh, he was on Baby Watch this entire time, and she was just born a few weeks ago, uh, healthy and wonderful, and now he is free to uh, start the podcast with me. And I'm here today, and I, I, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> See, I lost her words. There we go. So why don't we go ahead and start with uh, telling people what Alienation is, just in case they hadn't seen it before. Do you want to go ahead and uh, read the nice description there I wrote for you? Alienation was a 60-minute sci-fi series on the Fox Network about two Los Angeles, California police detectives. The twist is that one of them was an alien from the planet Tecton. He arrived on Earth on a slave ship along with many thousands of other fellow aliens. Happy to be free, they take their places among humans in society. The human detective tended to be hot-headed, quotation marks, <laughs> while his alien partner maintained a calm demeanor. This has often caused differences in their opinions about how to handle situations they encountered on the job and in their personal lives. There you go. That's a nice little nutshell of what alienation is. And um, uh, it did start off as a movie. I know some of you are saying, well, why aren't you doing a podcast? You know, your first episode on the movie. And we do intend to do the movie. That was my but, first question to yeah, you also. Was. <laughs> but my, uh, but um, really, the true love is Alienation, the series, with these actors and these characters. I do agree. So I wanted to do that first. And then we will do a special and we will review the the movie also because obviously the movie is what started it all. Because so, the movie does have some plot into the series that yes. ties into the first yes, episode does. of the series. It does. You're right. So we definitely will be doing that. It should that'll be down the road. Um, right now, our goal is to do one episode a month because there are only 22 episodes and there are five TV movies. There are about seven or eight books, and there's several comic book series. So we'll be covering everything eventually. And so you'll be hearing us for a while. Yes. <laughs> so if we do one a month, we figured we can last maybe about two, three years with all the extra stuff as well. And we may be throwing in character profiles. We may uh, profile actors who are on the show and just do like little mini podcasts along the way also. Specials. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And we are going to be doing our convention. Um, Michael and I, way back in the day when Alienation was still on TV, they had a convention at the Universal Sheraton. And I went th the first day and Michael begged me to go the second day. So I 
took them along with me, and we had an awesome time. All the actors were there. We got pictures with them, the autographs. There were it was tons of cool but, stuff. But you got to think about it though. We were I was 15, yeah. 14, 15 and you were 20, I so was, Yeah, I was 19. I didn't have a car. I couldn't drive. So yeah. the only person I can have was my sci-fi brother yeah. geek myself also to yeah. get me there. Yeah, so but we'll definitely be doing a special podcast just on that experience cuz it was a great experience back then. Um, but that will be coming down the road. So I want to give a little background information on the, the hosts of this podcast. Uh, like I said, my name's Kenny. I'm actually uh, a seasoned podcaster. I've been doing it for about five years now. I have uh, Knights of the Guild podcast, which is the official podcast for the web series The Guild. I also do a podcast called MASH 4077 podcast, which is a kind of like this podcast. This is where I actually got the idea for this podcast from that podcast. It's an episodic podcast. And what we do is we cover one episode in sequential order of the series of the great series mash that's uh, now like 30 something years old but um i also do a geeky podcast called confessions of a fanboy slash fangirl and that's like a one-on-one conversation with various fanboys and fangirls and just kind of dig a little deeper and find out why they are fans of what they what they're fans of um i'm also in the works on Two other podcasts, which I can't mention at the moment. Um, but yeah, so I'm a seasoned podcaster. I'm a huge geek. I'm a big Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, uh, Lord of the Rings fan. And um, I've always been this way. And uh, yeah, so uh, this is definitely uh, something I've been wanting to talk to about for a long time. So I'm actually really happy that we're actually doing our very first episode. How about you? My name is Mike. Um I this is my first podcast. I was really intrigued with it with my brother. Um, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Uh, He's bigger than me, and that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I camped out 21 days to see the movie, and I named my son Kenobi. Come on, how back in that? Yeah. yeah, and they gave him the seats that he sat in when they tore down the theater. That is correct. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just really excited to be here. I'm happy I'm doing this with my brother. I love my brother. He's uh, an inspiration to me and, and my geekness, I guess. You know, I played uh, high school sports. I played football, and, and I did all that stuff, too. But yet I, I was a big sci-fi geek. I just love this stuff. And uh, Yeah, he's one of those rare people who's like jock slash geek. Yeah. Kind of a mixture of both. Because a lot of my friends that are geeks like me, they did band and drama and theater. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, what'd you do? I played football. So they're like, <laughs> wow, that's really odd. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I'm married, and I have a very understanding and loving wife because of, uh, as you can tell, my boy's name is Kenobi again. And, and, and what were you going to name your daughter? Jokingly? <laughs> well, I really want – well, okay. <laughs> I wanted to name her Sky, middle name Walker. Huh? Yeah, Skywalker. But, but now – but here's a kick on this. I found a loophole. Her name is Molly, and her middle name is Sky. So now we have to find a gentleman with the last name Walker. There you go. So her name can be Molly Skywalker. There you go. There's still hope. <laughs> so not all is lost. So. so if anyone out there has a baby, and your last name's Walker, a male baby Walker, let us know so we can hook these guys up down in the future. There. She's adorable, by the way. She's adorable. Yes. All right. So, um, so yeah, that's a little bit about us. Joseph! Excuse me. Where'd you put my keys? On the box. Look at this planter woman from across the street, brother. Mom, that really does hurt. On the box. And it's helpful. It's because it's your first day in a new school. Which box? It'll be okay. Why don't you have a little bit more breakfast, okay? <sighs> Some detective. Are you giving me a hard time? Yes, actually. You get to go off and play cops and robbers while I... Have the pleasure of moving into our new house. Where did this plant come from? <sighs> 
God help the police department. I just told you. Any signs of life from that son of ours? Back! Off and on! Megan Nimok. The two have left in Phoenixa. On time, better don't turd. English, please, Buck. All right, so we're going to jump into this first episode. This is the TV movie pilot, and it originally aired on September 18th, 1989. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I was 19 years old. Actually, I wasn't even 19 yet. It was a few days before my birthday. I was 15. I was 18, yeah. Yeah. No, I was no, 14. You, you were 14. Gosh, I'm trying yeah. to get myself a year. <laughs> This was uh, directed by Kenneth Johnson, and it was also written by Kenneth Johnson. And actually, this whole series was created by Kenneth Johnson. Um, and both Michael and I are huge V fans, and Kenneth Johnson is the one that created V. So when I heard he was associated with this series, I knew it was an instant watch. And I think you just kind of watched it because the whole family watched it. I actually enjoyed it. No, I know you enjoyed it, but you didn't seek it out beforehand. You no, were too young, did you? yeah, I didn't. And I, I did not you seek didn't it follow out. TV and entertainment like I did. No, but when, but just the, you know, I, I was a big fan of V and with the alien thing, and yeah. I, I'm like, wow, this invasion thing, this is yeah. cool. And it was a different twist, MV, so I, I, it, it caught my attention. Yeah, we we're both proud of you, honey. I'm not saying I wasn't proud of you. It's just a lot of strain for you to be under. Was it, Emmy? They stared at me, but I figured they would like to say. See what I mean? Oh, it's her first day. Susie, you have to give it a little time. Do you think you could do that, Em? Yeah. I like the school. You do? Yeah, it's nicer than the one I went to before. It's got bigger windows and more light, not like those trailers. And there's a computer right in the room. Miss Murdoch taught me how to write my name on it. Oh, you like that? Yeah, it's really cool. Is this your homework? Uh, yeah, just math. It's easy. Why don't you help her with it while I make dinner? I don't need to help, Mama. Buck? How was it at your school, Buck? Phoenix, sir. Hey, Pod. I want you to use your English name now. He took soup. Please use it. How was your school? It was okay. All right, so this is a good, like I said, this is the episode one. Michael's going to read the episode summary for us. George and Matt are partnered together and are assigned to investigate their first case together. A vagrant has died and has strange sores on his body. Matt receives a large box of information on the newcomers in slavery from his deceased partner, Tugs. This information gets Matt and George looking in some strange places and reevaluating Tugs' death. George and his family move into their new home and face the challenges of moving into an upscale neighborhood. Matt meets his new neighbor and they begin a difficult friendship. Milo. Usaka Tomilo. Celine Andarko. Andarko Celine. Soyebo Suk Akaka. Radon. Salad, Matt? Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Mm. It's a good week. Um, what exactly was that? Can I tell? Yeah. It's a remembrance of Andarco and Selene, a male and female who lived a long time ago and sacrificed themselves to save millions. We try to live by their example. We touch our fingers to each of our two hearts, then reverse them to show that the male and female are interchangeable. We touch our heads to bring their purity and goodness within us. Speaking of purity and goodness, 
English, please, Buck. This is the man I work with, Matthew Sykes. Hi. Yeah, hi. All right, so we're going to go through the cast. So right now, let's go ahead and start. We have Jeff Marcus, who plays Albert Einstein. We have Sean Six, who plays Buck Francisco. Lauren Woodland, who plays Emily Francisco. Molly Morgan, who plays Jill. Michelle Scarabelli, who plays Susan Francisco. Gary Graham, who plays Detective Matt Sykes. Lawrence Hilton Jacobs plays Sergeant Dobbs. And Ron Fazler plays Captain Byron Grazer. Then we have Jeff Duchetti, who plays Burns. We have Eric Pierpoint, who plays Detective George Francisco. Then we have Terry Treas, who plays Kathy Frankel. And then we have the guest cast, John Epstein, Rowdy Number 3. Yeah, I love those uh, names they give them. All right, and then we have John Williams Evans, who plays Vagrant. We have Trevor Edmond, who plays Blintu. Then we have Robert Allen Curtis, who plays Inpound Lot Manager. Then we have Gus Corrado, who plays Linen Manager. And then we have George Key Cheng, who plays Rowdy Number 2. Then we have Jade Calgary, who plays Mark. And we have Lisa Donaldson Bowman, who plays Miranda. We have Terry L. Beaver, who plays Newcomer Cop. Jeff Austin, playing Randall. We have Tony Acerito, who plays Marcus. We have Evan Kim, who plays Dr. Lee. We have Brian Samar, who plays the priest. We have Tim Russ, who plays Ronald Ketnis. And then we have Loida Ramos, who plays Officer Maria Puente. All right, so there's a lot of guests in this episode. It is a two-hour episode. So. And I hope I didn't butcher any of those people's <laughs> names. I do apologize. You did really well. Okay, thank you. What's funny is as you're reading them, I'm picturing them in my head because I remember all those characters. I was trying to get a visual, but as you can tell, my brother's a little more in-depth than me. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to back me up. I did. Oh. Anticipated his exit. He's in custody. What if I needed you inside? Well, I would have come right in. It's not the damn point. He's clean. Oh. Matt. I am sorry if you did so much running and I didn't. And I am sorry the cowboys lost. Oh. All right, where's the stiff? Mira, you know I'm going now that the... Don't give me that! Okay, man, calm down. I swear to God, I don't know what you're talking about. We already have your partner. Yeah. Yeah, and he's saying it was all your idea. That's bull, man. That guy paid us both. What guy? Look at that, man. A newcomer paid you? Would you recognize him? Come on, they all look alike. What did he want with it? I don't know. You clubbed the reporter. Oh, huh? I swear it wasn't me. He's telling the truth. What do you mean? Well, he's right-handed. The angle of the blow on Mr. Burns most probably came from a left hand. Yes, it was a slag that hit him, man. The one who paid you? No, how different. He was smaller, all right? Where is the body? Ah, oh, come on. If I tell you guys, you guys going to give me a break? Oh, yeah, sure. And if you don't, I'm going to take you up and I'm going to throw you off the roof. No, no, Matt, no, please. No, 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 he's no, done. No, 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 I covered for you the last time. <laughs> All right, hold on, okay, okay, okay. Fifth and Figaro, man, it's a vacant lot. Let's go ahead and start with our thoughts on this episode. Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Go ahead. Okay, so this is uh, the very first introduction. If you don't, if you haven't seen the movie, so they have to reintroduce the characters again. Right. Um... So that's how it how it is. I mean, I don't think they really. If you've seen the movie, it's not like it's repetitive stuff. You, it, it almost feels like you are just brought right into the story with these characters, but you are kind of reintroduced to the family and the and the kids. Well, and also it shows you a flashback from the actual movie itself to give you a kind of idea why we're here in this yeah. point in the in the first episode. That's true. That's true. Yeah, a key moment that happened. In the past, right, is really important for this because uh, there are several stories going on. There's the one with uh, Tugs, 
um, you know, with with why he died and that whole little story. But they put a twist on it, which we'll talk about yeah. in a little bit. Yeah, and then there's the main story. Well, actually, there's several stories. Then there's the main story with the purists um, and their whole fight against the newcomers. Against the newcomers. And then there's the other story of the Francisco family just moving to this upscale. You trying know, to adapt to the suburban to adapt to, life. Yeah, and, these, and you know the resistance that they're getting. And then we actually have another story with Buck and his issues with his gang and rival gangs. Well, then also, I think the, so, one of the main issues, too, is the actual, like you said, the racial profile of yeah. just the newcomers. Yeah. Getting disrespected, just left and right, right off the bat. I was surprised, right off the bat. I mean, it's so much negativity. It's slag this and slag that. And if you don't know, slag is like a really derogatory word for a newcomer. Um, it's like the N word for a black Correct. person, which or... they use in the episode. Michael and I kept looking at each other, like, "Oh my god, they're saying the N word!" Like, we're all you would never get away with this today. Would never. <laughs> but you know, with with science fiction and alien movies and TV series, they were just they were able to hide and disguise, you know, bigotry just differently. So, you know, it, it, I'm still like I said, I was still floored because the first two minutes of the movie, I'm looking at my brother, he's looking at me, and we're going, <laughs> "Did they yeah. really say that?" Or yeah, yeah, what's you going on? Back in like you know late '80s, early '90s. So yeah, it's not that. Yeah, come on, it was not that long ago. Come on, what? That's what twenty years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Twenty-one years ago. All right. So yeah. So it starts off, and I actually realized that the opening is so different than all the other episodes. Uh, some it has some similarities, but the music is different. It's a lot longer, and uh, it surprised me. I think it's the very first time I ever realized that. And I've watched this series in its entirety probably four or five times over the years. But don't they usually change when from a movie to a series, like the difference? Yeah, this because it is a pilot. It's a TV movie. It's not really a series. It's not the series yet. So no. they're going to This is what they sold. Right. To, this is how they got the, the series sold. Right. With this pilot. You're but right. And then they will change it. They always do that. They always do. Pilot yeah, series. A little, You'll see yeah. a little tweak. They do add a little tweak to but it. But like you say, it's just funny when you do, you finally realize, wow. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's not how I remember it. Right. Right. Um, so that, that, that really was really cool. And another thing is, and I probably seen this series like four years ago when I rewatched it all, and I forgot how racist Matt is. Why don't you just be a good little slag and mind your own business, okay? Oh, and Matthew, if I could suggest, I really don't care how you refer to me privately, but when we're questioning the other newcomers, what? Well, the word slag equates to such words as kike or nigger or goof or wop, and, well, I think you could catch more honey with a pound of vinegar than a pound of flies. Oh, right off the bat. I'm like, I just don't, it's hard for me to understand because his partner was black. So you think he would be sensitive towards that. But for some reason, because they're aliens and because they're from a different, different world, world and, and they're, and they're, you know, they're, they're just different. They are different. Right. That's that stereotypical. He just doesn't see, he different. doesn't see that. Right. He doesn't realize he's being, but that. then, but then there's that big scene, you know, um, I know, um, unfortunately <laughs> we're going to be jumping around with this episode because I can't. Things pop in my head, so just go with me here. <laughs> we may smooth things out maybe for future episodes, but right now we're just kind of winging it. See, it's like our pilot episode. This is, this is our pilot episode. <laughs> so we may completely change the format <laughs> but this for is episode our pilot two. Episode. <laughs> this is our pilot one, so we're getting all the kinks out now. Yep. Um, no, but in that episode, when he's when he's at the school... Right. And he shoots his gun off, and that's probably my favorite scene probably of the entire series. What we could set up for that is that George gets a call... 
from you know it gets a call over the the cb yeah. saying there's a disturbance yeah and he goes and matt goes no i don't want to attend to that and george goes no i need to go there it's my daughter's school yeah all units in the vicinity of roosevelt elementary we have a major disturbance reported and we go there what well, come on george i really want a donut i'll buy a piece of spleen or something it's my daughter's school she's an American citizen, that doesn't make her a human being, does it? So what if she's a little brighter than some of our kids? We can beat that out of her. Discourage her enough, she'll give up. So what if she might have come up with a cure for cancer someday? She's not civilized like us. So why don't we just put a gun to her head and end it all right here, huh? Come on. Come on, pull the trigger. Come on, take it! Come on! How about you, Ms. Pierce? I know you want to come pull the trigger. Get on over here! Come on down! What I have to do myself? Okay. No, we don't want her dead. We just want her back where she belongs. She belongs here. Aren't you ashamed of yourselves? Huh? Aren't you? 
Anybody gives this little one any trouble, answers to me. Got it? Yeah, I do. You okay? Good girl. Go in there and show them your stuff. People, anybody still here in three minutes will be under arrest for the violation of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. I'm starting my watch now. Yeah. So, so then they get there, and there's there's uh, purists are the bad guys that want to. They're not. They're not bad. It's their, it's just, their they, view. Yes, it's their it's their view. Their interpretation of the as it is. But it's their view that the aliens should not have been let go. They should still be quarantined. They should be segregated. Um, it's, 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 it's such a big thing, like black and white. But that's, as I said, that's nothing like what it is in real life 50, yeah. you know, 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Same and thing. still now. And I today. Mean, there's still stuff Correct. happening today. Still today. So, I mean, it's very relevant. But um, that scene just is so gripping. But the, the whole point of, of what I was even trying to bring up is that he goes to a black gentleman who is against the aliens Looks he, right he at looks him. right at him. He just says, you know, you should be ashamed of yourself. And the guy is. And I'm like, but Matt sits there and badgers him and belittles yes, them. And <laughs> right in front of him. That's where I go to my point where <laughs> Matt, you know, I like Matt Sykes, you know, not for, I just think the character he plays is, it's, it's just a, it's an amazing, what he does. Mm-hmm. He, he, uh, like you said, he, he's funny. He's witty, smart Alec. Very much so. Racist, but yet. He turns that leaf to where he helps a newcomer. Yes. After bashing them. Yeah. But then he'll go right back. To right bashing. back to bashing him. So I'm like, did you forget the good deed? You why do you live did? in my Why do you live in my building? Yeah. He asks his neighbor, which is a newcomer. Which yeah, which is Kathy. Kathy, correct. Yes. That's it. Just a little. That's it. Little more to the left. left. Okay. Left. All right. Okay. Come on. Come on. That's that's good. All right. All right. Just a little bit to the left. Left. Yeah. Hi. I'm. Here. Wonderful. Why, my building? Excuse me, Matthew Sykes? Yeah? A woman dropped this off, asked me to give it to you. <laughs> Thanks. Nice meeting you, too. So you're right. So it's just. <laughs> so he reverts. It's. I guess, I mean, I, but I guess it's, it's truth. That, that's the truth. Right. He saw a wrongdoing, he, he, he stepped made- up, and he made it right. But that didn't change his. He's still slightly racist. But but, but like you said too about the, it's he, all new he, and he made he made a right because like you said the whole bullying thing they were pretty yes. much bullying yes and so what he do he pulled out and said hey he's yeah you know he stepped up and called him out on called him out on it. and what happened typical they're, bully they're weak and <laughs> yep and they all go running off and you know tail between their legs as they normally do right so. Um, but it's just funny because I was really shocked that he was so bad right at the beginning. Because you know we watched the series, you wound up loving him absolutely, that, and you're like, that's our point. That's not the man I it's love. Not the same guy I like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how did this happen? But I guess you do have to have that to build that yes. character to get that chemistry to yes. where you know him and George yeah. Francisco, which is an alien newcomer. Yes, which is his partner. His partner. Yeah. He's the first newcomer to become a detective. Yes, on the on a police yes. force. Just like so. Emily is the first. 
newcomer to go to that school. Correct. And they are the first alien newcomer family to, to live, live in, in a middle class, upper middle class neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's lots of firsts and, and you're seeing the reaction. I mean, you see um, Molly's mom seeing the Francisco's moving in and she's like, oh, there goes our property value. This is so awful. After all, your father and I paid for this house and all we put into it. What's wrong? Our property's not going to be worth half what we paid for it. Why? Why do you think, Jill? Right. And the little girl's like, well, why? Why? And she's like, isn't it obvious? And she walks off. I'm like, no, not to a nine-year-old girl. She's not going to know why. Why our house think. is not going to be Yeah, worth. because people are moving in across the street. But then you had a neighbor come over. That's right. Oh, hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, that goes in the dining room. Thanks. I'm Diane Cooper, the yellow house over there. Oh, Susan Francisco. Hi. A little, uh, welcome to the neighborhood gift. Oh, they're beautiful. Thank you. That's really nice of you. Mom, I don't feel good. Emily, why are you... It's probably just nerves, honey. This is Emily. With Miss Cooper. Diane. Hi, Emily. Hi. Wow, you sure look like your mom. Oh, well, I mean, you know... That's yes. Oh, that goes in the kitchen. Yes, Just a sec. Look, I know you're busy. My phone number's on the card there if I can help. That could be dangerous, you know. I just might call. Do. Yeah, that's the good thing about this series, is that it shows the bad side of human beings, but it definitely shows the good side, the of, good human side of human beings. The good side of human, right. Yes, you're right. You have the first, that's the very first neighbor you meet. Yeah, she came she over come, to offer yeah. flowers and yes, anything and welcome, she and she gave her her phone number. And So yeah, they do show the good in people. And that's where you can see in Susan's face, you know, you can see the appreciation of the neighbor. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, later on in the show, you get to see two sides of her. Hi. Oh, Hi. Um, I wanted to bring you these. They're from the plant that you brought the other day. Oh, great. Thanks. I was really pleased. I usually have sort of a a black thumb. I just look at a plant and it keels over. I'm sorry. I left someone hanging on the phone. Oh, um, well, sure. Thanks again. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. You see... Well, you see fear. Right. Because of that whole, you know, alien turning into a... A bug. Yeah, that a was... A newcomer turning into a bug, which Matt another, even falls for. Right, because well, you know. we don't know. We that's right. I mean, Looks like something came out of the skin and dragged itself away. What the hell happened here, George? George, this, this looks like, like there was some kind of damn... Metamorphosis. What's going on here, George? I don't know what to say. I've never seen anything like it. You haven't. You haven't. <laughs> Look at that skin. That, that, that's one of you. Or was. What was inside it, George? I don't know, Matt. Hey, level with me. What was inside it? Is the same thing inside all, all, all the newcomers? Huh? Good God. Is the same thing inside of you, George? Is it? How can it be? I don't know. You tell me. Matt. Tell me, you damn slack. You don't know who they are. It's all fear-based. Right. Everything is fear-based. The fear of the unknown. And that's why I think where the human element, it's fear. 
Yes. Because they don't know. Yes. You know, it's not so much they're taking our jobs or yeah. they're... You, well, they're smarter, stronger. But they don't let that off to people. They don't let people know that. You're right. They, yeah, because they even say, I don't think the humans know how but acute our senses are or how... Yeah, Matt's learning as he's finding out. <laughs> well, we learn real quick how strong George yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so does Matt. But... Uh, you're right. You're right. And it is all based on fear. I mean, even the Puritans are based on fear. That's, that's I think, the whole thing is their belief is the fear. Yeah. Their, their, their fear of them. You yeah. Know, their fear of change. Yes. A lot of people don't like change, oh, if you notice. Very true. Even in today's society. Yes. Well, that's what's great about this is that it does represent the way society was back in, in the 90s, the late 80s, early 90s. And, and like you said, now. a little bit today. Oh, even now. Right. Even now. It's still relevant. That's why you can watch this series and still enjoy it. It, it ages very well. It's 20 years old. And that, that could have been produced yesterday. And I think it still have the same yes, following it did. I'm watching it, watching it today, could we just finish watching the episode? Because we're watching it before we do the podcast, just kind of refresh our memories. And it still had the same emotion, the same effect, the same, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this. How horrible are these people? How great are these people? Everything I felt when I was 20 years old, I'm feeling it again. You still 40. got involved. You still everything. You, right. and I even knew what was going to happen. I was telling Michael I was debating on it because I wanted him to be surprised, even though he had seen it. But it's been a while. He watched it. I've watched it more recently than he has. Correct. Say that. Yes. So I was picking out things. I'm like, oh, she's the bad cop. I remember. And I was like, he's like, really? I'm like, oh crap, he doesn't remember that she's the bad cop. And then certain things do hit you. you yes. Know, like, as you're watching it. it. Like a funny thing was they get drunk off of sour, sour milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> That's which, right. You got which something out I remember, and I go, "Oh, that's right." You know. Yeah. So watching it, it did bring back a lot of emotion, and it and it brought back just the 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 great time I had when I was fifteen years old, fourteen watching years it. old, watching this as a, as a yeah. young kid. Yeah, yeah, it's very very cool. So yeah, so let's see. The episode goes. Um, there's the whole purist, and they're trying to. There's a whole initiative uh, on the ballot, and they want the newcomers to vote. So that's what it's Prop sixteen, right? And. You know, right now it's like 50-50. Half are for it, half are against it. But then the purists, you don't know this at the time, but the purists are the ones that did this whole scam, a hoax, as Michael called it. A hoax. Uh, the hoax of the alien, the bug coming out of the alien, metamorphosizing out of the alien. Putting more fear into the yeah. people. Yes. To and then all of a sudden it turns. They would persuade the vote. Yes, now it's like 75% are against them to have the right to voting vote, rights. and 25 are for it. And it just, you know, um, the Francisco's house gets bombed. And a and a fire circle burned in, in their the yard. Front yard. Yeah. Suits. We've really both got to get George. Together. What? It's hard for me sometimes at SC. But at least I'm older. Does everyone treat you so badly? No, of course not. And those that do, I can deal with. But Emily's only nine years old, George. I hate it when people treat her. Well. Ah, so do I, Sue. So do I. <laughs> Slagtown hovel for the rest of my life. And what about their lives and their children's lives? It's not worth it. Not to me. Not for my kids. So I mean, it's just—it's really reminis- reminiscent of 
the the forties and fifties and the way black people were treated. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. So it's definitely it's definitely relevant even today the situation that they're that they're going through. Going back to what we were talking about at the school with mm-hmm. Matt, you know, helping, oh, yeah. helping helping Emily. Emily in. Um, it's funny because they are getting threatened and. Susan wants to. She's done. She's tired of it. She'd yeah. rather go live in Slagville, yeah. which is just, I guess, it's like a slum, like a slum for the yeah. newcomers. Yes. So she goes into the school and wants to talk to the principal, but the principal is not available yet. So she's in the restroom. Looks like she's freshening up. Yeah. And a black lady comes up to her. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking when it used to be three kinds of restrooms. Three. Men, women, and colored. Really? I'm old enough to have seen it. But things do change. They really do change if you want them too badly enough. I remember this old black woman, Miss Jane Pittman. She used to pass a particular water fountain every day, the white folks' fountain. You know what she did one day? She walked right up to it and took a drink. (laughs) But Lord, old hell broke loose when she did. A nigga took a drink out of the white fountain. A nigga done this. A nigga done that. One became mayor of Los Angeles. One became mayor of Atlanta. Atlanta. And one ran for president. One will be president someday. But it's hard to take that first drink. Take lots of courage to be like Miss Jane. At least they weren't afraid she'd turn into an insect. Oh, honey, I can show you people today who still think black people have rabbit blood and Jewish people have horns. But you don't look like no cockroach to me. Take a drink. And just, it's just funny, like you said, Ken, how... 40, 50 years ago, she struggled. She said there was this uh, elderly woman who walked by the water faucet that was for whites only. Yes. And finally one day she took, took a, drink. a drink and got so she much She got so much it. flack for <laughs> yeah. it, but but it was the first step. Things changed. That's right. So I and, and it's funny cuz you can see in Susan's face it's like yeah. There is hope. She realized yes. They're they unfortunately well, fortunately and unfortunately they are going to be that family that takes that first step. Right. For the newcomers. But there is hope. But there is hope. Yes. There always is. But it was just neat to see that. It was. You're right. It, it was You're something right. that really, I was like, yeah. that's I was, cool. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad they brought that. And it, right. It was great that it was that woman. And it just, it was a very poignant moment. There were a lot. I found this very, this whole episode very poignant. And that goes back to where Matt was going to that one black gentleman. You should be ashamed yes. of yourself. So it's funny to see. Well, yeah, because. Not you know, funny, but it's, it's. It's, it's like an obvious parallel. Right. Because because African Americans had such a horrible time in our history, unfortunately, you know, it's easy for them to identify with the newcomers because the newcomers are going through the exact same stuff that they went through. Absolutely, you know, it's humans and aliens. It's not we're just one big community. You know, they are definitely, but they, they are different. I mean, we can't get over the fact that they are aliens. That, uh, they look different. <laughs> yeah, have you noticed their heads, Ken? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are different. But that still doesn't mean they don't have, you know, I can't say human rights, but they don't have the rights of everyone, you know, as they Not yet, be. until Prop 16. Well, yeah. <laughs> they should have the rights of everything, everyone else. Correct. But, you know, there's lots of closed-minded people out there. That is correct. But this episode definitely um, was very strong and was a great way to start this series. It definitely sets the tone for how the series is going to be. It isn't your typical cop show. 
It no. isn't your typical alien show. No. It's a nice blend, and this is something Kenneth Johnson can do with anything he writes. Is he does a nice blend of two genres, a, a cop show and an alien show, and blends them seamlessly. And it flows. Yes, and it's perfect. Right. You know, I, there's, I don't think there's anything I can complain about this episode. I never once looked at the clock. I was never once bored, and I've seen this so many times. It was still entertaining. Oh, was I was intrigued the whole time. Yeah. But you're, yeah, you're just caught in the moment. You're, yeah. You're like. So it's definitely, definitely uh, a good start to the series. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. One part that I, what I found funny though that you pointed out was uh, you're like, hey, this looks like a scene from V. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah. I, I, I know this probably doesn't, has anything to do with <laughs> alienation, but uh, there's a scene where they're walking down like a little gully into yeah. a tunnel. Yeah. And it's funny because Kenny goes, Oh yeah, Kenneth Johnson's the one that he's the creator of V. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's the same the same location. Same location. It's like, just right, I, know, I know this place. I, I did this used six years ago. Right. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that a lot, and especially like actors. And also. the ship. Yes. Oh yeah. Well the alien ship is definitely <laughs> a visitor ship from V. Um you know, but that's cool because Kenneth Johnson did both. So why not use it? I just thought it was neat. I just thought it was neat. So and I, a lot of the actors, like Michael and I, were like, oh, there's uh, – what's his name? Oh, what was her? Well, Harmony. Harmony, Harmony from, v. from V. And then there was Tony, uh, Tony from V. <laughs> so, yeah, you know Kenneth Johnson likes to use um, – you know, well, why not? You have great actors. Why not use them? Correct. So uh, it was cool to see, like, little cameos from it, those It actors. was just neat to see something at the same, you know, yeah. from a different time. Yeah, yeah. And something that we truly loved, I mean – we were both huge V fans. That is correct. So, um, great. So I think that's going to do it for our uh, discussion of the episode. It went on a little longer than we expected, but hey, it's a two-hour episode, and we're just getting started. So, um, you know, we'll hopefully try to refine some of the stuff. There's probably more that we can go into. But oh, he and I can talk for... The tug scene, we didn't go into that. We can talk for hours The green hours. ooze, we didn't go into that. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. This, like I said, this is our pilot. Yeah, episode. yeah. Eventually, yeah, we'll we'll definitely get. It. But yeah, there's so much stuff we can talk about. It's crazy. Thank God, no dead beavers. No, I'm an herbivore, a vegetarian. Oh, with good ears. <laughs> What's this? Um, you'd call it something like a a focal point. It's part of my religion. Well, like Andarco and saline. You know about the Solanus? <laughs> no, mine's different. You'd say it's more Eastern, internal. You mean you all have different religions? Oh, of course, why not? <laughs> Good, Sykes. Oh, wow. Weird as it is for us to have you here, it must be really strange for you, huh? Did you ever notice any distinctive smell in the air on a ship? What do you mean? I don't know, just anything different from the ordinary air. That spectacular nose ears. Well, I did notice that the air was different once we got off the ship, but I think that was just the smog. <laughs> Why do you ask? I was just curious. You know, it's always been the most curious to me. I mean, here's this ship with over a quarter million slaves, right? And it never gets to where it's supposed to. I mean, <laughs> didn't anybody ever notice? You'd think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> Damn right. And aren't they ever going to come looking? Maybe they will. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and start our behind the scenes. So this section, uh, we may have tons of behind the scenes information. We may have 
one or two behind the scenes information. It depends on how much stuff we can dig up on the internet and books and stuff like that. But we're going to start off. Um, I have the first one. Tank denies and newcomers excessively blink when they have colds. That's funny. So what do you wipe your eyes? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> well, I, I mean, maybe their eyes aren't runny. They just blink. Well, it's, yeah, because I was, I didn't know that. And then when you see Matt going, uh, George, yeah, something's wrong your eyes. You yeah. know, and I'm, I'm going, what's going on? Yeah. And he's like, I have a cold. I go, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I like in this episode, we learned a lot of little tidbits about Correct. the alien culture. The slang name for humans are turts and for tectonese are slags. Yes. Which can, I think, touch briefly on that. Slag is a... Just a derogatory name. Yeah, derogatory name. And they pick Turks for, I don't know why Turks. I'm sure there's a meaning behind Turks. We'll find it. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah so we will investigate on why they call human Turks. Um, we also find some Tankanese names during this episode. We find out that Kathy is Jelana. Buck is Phoenixa. Oh, yeah, I get this one. And Albert is... Good luck. Linsaman Anomanama. What? Why do you, can you say it? <laughs> Albert is Linsama Natone. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> that's, that's us. <laughs> that's a tongue twister. Thank God he goes by Albert. Um, when Kathy and Matt are in the warehouse looking at the stolen body, the first line spoken by Matt Sykes is not delivered by Gary Graham, but Kenneth Johnson during the editing process. Matt Sykes seems to be periodically limping throughout the pilot episode. This is because Gary Graham sprained his ankle and torn his Achilles tendon the day before they began filming the pilot, and they chose to ignore it and not write it into the show. Yep. So it's not that noticeable. I know now because I knew this fact. That now Michael, that Michael, he told me, I'm like... We saw it every time. He's yeah, limping. Every time. Yep. He's limping. Yep. Fun like, facts. Oh, he must have shot that weeks later because he's no longer limping in that scene. Yeah, he jumped over the roof. I go, he's fine. He was just limping two seconds ago. Yeah. Um, Roger Aaron Brown appears as William Tuggles in footage from the Alienation theatrical release, which you knew and I didn't, I didn't realize. I thought they recreated that scene. That was the exact they, they same only, scene. They only recreated the Matt scene with him hiding by the car. Correct. Everything else was – and that's why the guy at the end is different. That, because I said that you too. Mentioned I, go, it. I didn't even notice. That's it. a different guy. Yes, you said much older. Yes, he is. He was a much older in the car. Yeah, so that, that's that's cool. The Franciscos live at one one three three one Venita Street in Lakeview Terrace. Did you know that? Nope, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I wonder if it's a real house. We need to research by. that. We I'm going to I'm going to check, check it, out. it out. Yeah. Uh, there were two endings filmed for this episode, the one that aired and the one where Matt did not solve the Tuggles murder. I did not know that. Me neither. I'm glad they solved it. It was fairly quickly solved, though, because, you know, it's like the last act, the last four minutes of the, of the show. But they did, throughout the episode, oh, set things definite, up. Definitely. How you were saying, yes. the captain yes. Yes, with the, the cigar. The red herring. Red, you think it was the captain? It's the captain. Right. Well, it must be the captain glazer. I like how they did that. Yeah, and then it wound up being... And they did put a twist on it, because in the theatrical movie, Tugs just gets shot and he dies. Yeah. In this one, you've come to find out, yes. that wasn't the fatal shot. Yes. He got shot from, from a the front, from, from, a front from a cop. Yeah, yeah, that is true, which is cool. The set for the police station at Matt's apartment are old sets from the TV show Cagney and Lacey. Did you know that? I did not know that. This is all brand new stuff to me. Meet fun facts. This was something I thought was really, really cool. Kenneth Johnson narrates the opening sequence throughout the entire series. See, I didn't know that. Me neither. 
That is very cool. cool. That is very cool. cool He's he's a part of it. You know, something he created, he's still... He's still part of it. Yeah, that's that's really cool. It's really neat. The makeup budget on this episode was 400,000, and the total budget was $3.4 million. That's an expensive episode of TV. Aren't you glad? Aren't they glad someone picked it up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Because I know with like Star Trek Next Generation, they did million, million dollar episodes, and that was a lot. So $3.4 million for a two hour pilot. Well, you got to think about some of the stuff they did. I mean, oh, yeah. The, but there wasn't that much special effects in this. It's all the makeup. The makeup. That's yeah. my, yeah. The, it's all the, the makeup. makeup effects. It's all practical effects. It's not like a lot of space battles and. And stuff like that. So it's interesting. All right. So I think that's going to do it for our behind the scenes. Hopefully we told you some information you didn't previously know about this episode. Hi, honey. Listen, we've got to talk. Emmy had another rough day. Uh. And Buck's school called. He's never been there. George. George, wait. I want us to talk to him together. George. What? What? Listen to me, you little ingrate slag. I've been working my tail off to give you a better life so you don't have to live like a slave. And I'll be damned if I'm going to let you blow your chances. Are you listening to me? Yeah, Dad. Yeah, Are you sure. listening to yeah, me? Yeah, Dad. I am. All right. If I catch you ditching any more school or running around with any of those smart-ass hoods, I'll have your head in a bucket. You got that? Yeah, Dad. Sure. You got that? Yeah. Hey, Mox. What? You don't want to hear it. You got something to say, you say it. Well, Dad, I just think you're dumping on me because all that crap you ate at your job. I'm dumping on you because you're turning into a little screw-up slag who's ditching school. Because crap rolls downhill. Go on, Dad. But just remember, I didn't, like, ask you to move here. And I didn't, like, ask you to sell your soul to the dirt. We're going to move on to uh, a new section. A new section. We haven't even started this yet, so this is just a section. (laughs) Uh, What we're going to do is, you know... Those crazy immigration people, when the newcomers came, they gave them human names. And uh, they got a little tired at times and, and gave some kind of funny names to some of the aliens. George Francisco. Yes. Well, but in the in the theatrical movie, Summer. he was... Yeah, in the theatrical movie, he was Sam, Sam Francisco. Francisco. And Matt said, there's no way I'm calling, I'm calling you, you Sam Francisco. Francisco. So he named him George. George. But in the TV series, he starts off as George, George Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, and there's no mention of him ever being called Sam. Which I think is really cool. <laughs> but so the names we hear, we have, of course, we mentioned him pre- previously, Albert Einstein, who was a German theological physicist from the late 1800s and early 1900s. He's known for his physics and his theory of relativity. I did know that. <laughs> there you go. Amos and Andy was a radio slash TV show that began in the 1920s and ran through the 1950s. The show followed the adventures of Amos Jones and Andy Brown looking for a better life in the big city. Yep, that's so funny to name someone Amos and Andy. That's just sad. (laughs) Uh, And then we have Mort Dakota. Uh, And of course, this is a play on words for North Dakota. Which is so. <laughs> which that's they had great. some fun naming these aliens. I'm well, sure the writers just love this section. Okay, we got to come up with an alien name. Uh, let's call him Mort Dakota. Because I think it, originally they ran out of normal people's names, I believe. Uh, so that's why they were talking about cities and yeah, and, and, and famous older people. Yeah, famous people. Yeah. Right. That's what I think. Yeah, is the backstory to their names for newcomers. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, you look at you look at Susan Francisco. I mean, George technically, like we said, was Sam, Sam right. but then you had Susan Francisco and Buck 
and Emily. And Emily. I but mean, I think if the head, I don't know, maybe it's the head of the household, the first <laughs> yeah, person name. name. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, yeah, so those were the names that we uh, that we heard during this episode. What's wrong with your eyes? I have a cold. What are you talking about? When you have a cold, you have a runny nose, you sneeze. We blink. <laughs> Come on, give me a break. <laughs> Hate to see what happens when they're constipated. <laughs> when we get constipated, we go into cataleptic fits. We usually grab the nearest human, particularly if he's a smart-ass cop, and we throw him out the window. I can't help being a newcomer any more than you can help having a skull full of manure. So let's try to overlook each other's peculiarities, shall we? What's this? I found it inside the car Tux was hiding behind. What? It came from in front, not from behind. I think it's the bullet that killed him. Too bad they weren't aiming at you. All right, next up, we're going to let you know where you can find us on the internet. We are all over the place. We have a Facebook fan page. You can just uh, find the link in our show notes for that. I'm a fan. <laughs> we have a, a Twitter at Alienation Cast. Yes, Alienation Cast. So please follow us there. We also have our main website, which is alienationpodcast.com. We'll have all the show notes, everything we talk about here, any links that we talk about. Uh, you can also listen to the episodes on our website. I'm going to listen to it. Yes, yes. Even he's recording it and he's going to listen to it. Because I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and we would love to get hear from you guys. Yeah, we would love some constructive criticism. This is our first episode and we are just trying to, you know, work it out and figure how things are going to go. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it and um, let us know. You can go ahead and email us at alienationpodcast at gmail.com. See, I make this easy. Alienation Podcast is pretty much what it is. Even I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd love to get feedback on our first episode or tell us what you loved about Alienation or this first episode. Or what you want to hear from us if you yes. want to hear something else. Yes, or if you want us to do different segments or you want more information about Elaborate something, on something else, we'll, we'll go Please let further. us know. We'll definitely, we'll definitely take it all into account and uh, we would love to hear from you guys. You can find us on iTunes at Alienation Podcast. Mm-hmm. We would love to hear, love to get some reviews. Yes, definitely. Because what happens is when you guys give us reviews, it throws us into charts. So we, we, we get more exposure that way. So if they leave reviews or if they do more downloads, it'll throw us into like the top. And we love exposure. Well, I don't know about you like exposing yourself. <laughs> but, um... well, that's, that was a long time ago. Okay. Long time ago. But, uh, definitely leave us a review if you like the podcast. Please do. Um, we'd really, really appreciate it, and we'd love to get your input. And um, I think that is it for our very first episode of Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast. I was... Uh, what you think? I'm speechless. <laughs> it, 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 I, it's funny, because when I first sat down, I'm telling my brother, I was getting nervous, and I'm, I feel like I'm talking to my people. Yeah. So. Yeah, so um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Definitely let us know what we can do. We are recording a few episodes in a row, so we may not take your critiques until, you know, maybe episode four or after. But definitely, definitely let us know at alienationpodcast at gmail.com. We appreciate it, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it, and we will be back for episode two. We'll talk to you later. Take care, everybody. You could have used the word partner. What? At the station with that Katniss guy, you could have told him I was your partner. Are you sure? Yeah. On another thing. 
sorry I called you a slag. Huh? Sorry about the manure line. Speaking of manure, where do you want to have lunch? Beats the hell out of me. Actually, there's this little place on the east side I've been meaning to try. It serves a really nice ring-tailed sloth. Yeah. Attention, attention, it's finally here, the first and only podcast dedicated to one of the most groundbreaking television series in history, MASH. Join the hosts of MASH 4077 Podcast, Kenny, Meds, and Al, as they discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. Find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 Podcast or online at www.mash4077.podbean.com. Hi, my name's Kenny, and I'm a fanboy. Do you like Star Trek? Star Wars? Do you consider yourself a brown coat? Are you into cosplaying? LARPing? A furry? Can you speak Klingon? Do you know all the doctors and their companions? Can you not get enough of steampunk? Do you just love Disney? If you do, then this podcast might be for you. Confessions of a Fanboy. Each episode, I have a one-on-one conversation with a fanboy or fangirl. We'll talk about your fandom, why you call yourself a fan, and how you integrate it into your daily life. So come on over to confessionsofafanboypodcast.com and listen to fellow geeks talk about their love for their fandom. Alien Nation, the newcomer's podcast, is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved. They had a convention at the Universal Sheraton. They had a convention. They had a convention at the Universal Sheraton. How is it? Sheraton. Roger Aaron Brown. Oh, then we have Jeff Du Du City. Du- then we have Jeff Du. This is because Gary Graham sprained his ankle and torn his Achilles tendon the day before the filming of the pilot. This is because Gary Graham sprained his ankle. And, <laughs> and finally, we have Terry Traces. Traces? That's close enough. Traces? <laughs> Traces. Okay.